This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to your weekend, everybody. It's time to talk sports and sports gambling. We're excited to do it each and every week with you. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are the Odds Couple, and we're presented, as always, by PropSwap here on ESPN 1000. As soon as we're done, the podcast will be up on the ESPN Chicago app. You can always go back and catch up on anything you missed, and we've got the Encore replay tomorrow. But, Mikey, it's time to talk about the NFL and college football and uh, baseball, White Sox making news this week. What a week it was in the world of sports, especially here in Chicago. Well, I'm thrilled for the White Sox. I, I'm happy with the pick. As you know, you know I, I take umbrage anybody that starts talking about age. Me being uh, over 65 <laughs> myself, I could go with anybody in a lot of different That's things. That's true. So, so, I mean, if somebody said, can you do a four-hour show, nobody's going to go, well, he's 68. Uh, you know, or, or he, he, may, he may have some mind-altering things. He forgets <laughs> things. Who knows? But they're not going to say that my age is in the way. So the age of stuff has just bugged the love and daylights. I mean, and I'm going to be honest with you, Carm. I'm sw- I'm thrilled they didn't take Hinch because we could not celebrate. I think just over a hundred years of the Black Sox scandal in 1919, <laughs> there was no way that you could give a guy who fixed the 2017 World Series with help from other people. Right, he didn't fix it; his players made it fixed it. <laughs> no, he fixed it. He was there. He went along with it. And here's what I'm hearing: that the White Sox really didn't want to interview him. Because they're hearing there's a couple books coming out where he's even more implicated. So all I'm saying is... There's also a book out by Jose Canseco that implicates Tony La Russa. They don't seem to care about that. Yeah, well, you know what? The steroid thing, for instance, Dusty Baker's still managing, and he had Barry Bonds. Yes, he did. That I understand. And the steroid thing, the media stuck their head in the sand. Everybody did. I mean, I knew Sosa was doing it, but everybody in Chicago, the media, said, yay, yay, let's have some fun. Let's celebrate home runs. <laughs> let's celebrate home runs. Let's do what we got to do. The thing that bugs me is if A.J. Hinch is all that, why do he have to fix? If analytics is all that, why do we have to fix? And you know what? Everybody's always looking for an advantage. Ad- advantage? Yeah. I saw what advantage Tampa Bay. Let me tell you something. That game's going to follow that manager around. Until he's 100 years old, pulling a pitcher that had Sandy Koufax, and I've seen them both. <laughs> Snell had Sandy Koufax stuff, and they walked out to the mound and took him out because of what he was reading on a computer. He didn't want to go through the lineup the third time. That's okay. I'll go with Tony, who was doing analytics when, when, when Cash wasn't even born. Yeah, that's probably true. He, he's the guy. <laughs> he revolutionized the, bullpens. I will give him that. He revolutionized a lot of things. And by the way, I didn't like Tony LaRusso's first time around. I thought he was too much of a debater. I didn't think that he went out to argue enough because you got to remember back then that was oh, Billy yeah. Martin, yeah. Earl Weaver. I I thought, oh, he's a former lawyer. He was boring as a manager. Uh, then Hawk got rid of him. And you know what? Reinsdorf never forgot. That's right. He never forgot it. And they got him back, and I can't believe it. Let's see what happens. I don't understand what everybody's mad about. I hope it works as a White Sox fan. That's all I can say. I'm still excited about this team because I think their talent is You have is great real. kids, right? How many kids you got? I have two. Okay, what's your son's name? Giovanni. Giovanni. Yeah. A nice Irish name. Nice of course, exactly. I expected that from you. When, Gio, when Giovanni, if Hinch got picked by the Sox 
And he said, Dad, how did he do it? How did he get this job? Giovanni, he cheated. And if you do, too, you can get to the top. Oh, Is that what you're going to tell you, Listen, kid? But do, uh, Blackjack McDowell said Tony La Russa was stealing signs in the 80s at Old Comiskey Park. Yeah, but he didn't have buzzers attached oh, to the players. Big deal. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, my buzzers. God. I mean, I cannot believe Tony La Russa's got to de- defend him. I understand. A lot of guys stealing signs is one thing. Uh, Banging yeah. on cans is another. Yeah. Well, listen, they they uh, if you like, Yurko always says, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Here's what I tell people that would say that too, though. Would we all love Bill Belichick as the Bears head coach? I think we would. We'd all mm-hmm. sign up for Bill Belichick. He, Maybe well, not yeah. lately. <laughs> well, only if Tom Brady comes with him. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think. Let me ask you something about that. And you know, what? good luck to the White Sox. I'm happy. I'm a White Sox fan. I actually put on a White Sox jacket. I, I love. I saw the jacket. Oh, that's one of <laughs> my good big, jacket. I, I put that jacket on for the first time in 15 years. It's a good jacket. Because I'm basically I divorced myself from the Sox, and I said to myself, "Self, Self? if this guy hires AJ Hinch." Believe me when I tell you this, oh, I'm done with them. I don't need no dishonesty. We can win it with an honest manager. As far as you want to carry honesty, all of a sudden Tony LaRusse is the only manager that benefited off of steroids, right? No, I, are you kidding me? He, no, but but I, that's why I just think it's hypocritical to insinuate that. Well, it's not okay to hire one guy who cheated, but eh, Tony LaRusse fine. We don't know. Look, he was in Boston in 2018 when they won. So he, what do you think he is was gonna there? Happen? When he when he has the Tigers, there ain't no banging the cans. No, that's true. You know, I try know. to go. Hey, live off the analytics of the Tigers. I watched them last year. AJ Hinch will be out of work in three years. Well, I I, t- I hope you're right. That's all I can say. They're, I they're, like, they're panicking in Cleveland. I was on in Cleveland this morning. Are they really panicking? They're, well, they're concerned more than if Rick Renteria is your man. They, they got uh, that might be. They got their own issues. They can't afford to keep. They're going to have to trade Lindor. Or say goodbye to Lindor. So they got yeah, their own. Issues. They don't even keep their own pitching. I can't believe it. They right. got rid of three pitchers. It's it's pathetic. I know. All right, let's talk some football, Mikey. Sure. We got uh, We got week eight. We got Bears-Saints. Uh, look, last year the Bears were, they, first of all, they, they were coming out of bye. They're a favorite. Breeze is hurt. They're facing Teddy Two Gloves. Now, we know how good Bridgewater is when he's a dog, and we saw it last year as Bears fans. Bears right. were a favorite. They lost outright. Now what we've seen is the Bears continue to really struggle on offense. Uh, they've taken point. Uh, the Saints have taken points to drive this line out to about four and a half, five. So now they're a home underdog. The Bears are a dog every week. It seems like this year. I think they have been in every week except one. What do we think about Bears and Saints here? The Bears have lost five straight now to uh, Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints. I like the Bears. I mean, in this one, if I had to bet the game, and I don't have it as one of my main picks, maybe I will at the end. If we, if we, you can talk me into it. I don't know which way you know. would go on I... this. I like the Bears getting points. I know that, hey, Drew Brees is a heck of a quarterback there, but they are an injured football club, ladies and gentlemen. New Orleans last week, for instance, didn't have their two main receivers, including the ultra-talented Thomas, Mike yeah. Thomas. So, you know, I'd lean the Chicago Bears, uh, but we have an issue at quarterback. We have an issue at the offensive oh, line. We have, we have an issue... On the line at quarterback and at running back everywhere, Mike. Except I, tight end, and we don't throw to the and tight end. We don't end. throw to them. Well, you know, I, I could say this: the kid's family, and I mean literally, he's my cousin. Yeah. And I talked to my uncle, uh, who's who's my uncle's wife is uh, the sister of of Cole Komet's mom. Right. And they're thrilled. I mean that that he's doing well, uh, but my my uncle goes, boy, why don't they throw it to him? Well, he know. caught two passes early. And then you never saw it again. So we'll see what happens. But they have they need a running back. We're not sure about the quarterback. And their offensive line, this is why I like Trubisky now. 
he can get away. Yeah, some people are starting to say that. Are you better off just because he might be able to get away? You know, and didn't you like Foles coming off the bench? Yeah, that's what it is. You should start Trubisky every game in a right. quarter, bring Foles and in. And if he has a problem, <laughs> if Trubisky's doing well, fine. But if Trubisky's not fine, here's the deal. If Foles is a statue, and, and it, it must distress Bear fans to know that Mike Clennon may be playing and starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars oh my God. for a guy that beat out Nick Foles. Yeah. So... It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Hopefully, we need some turnovers. It's a mess offensively, that's for sure. I mean, they're yeah. just, they're, they're, they're statistics. Going all the way back to last year, they're so bad in every offensive category. It's just, it is. How about the arrogance of Nagy, huh? Uh, I'm calling my own plays, yeah. baby. And listen, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he should give up play calling duties, but yeah, I mean, really, to go out there and say, "Well, we don't think it's play calling," right? Nothing of what you do right now is very good. I no, mean, I, I, I'm know, with it, you on that. I mean, if he wants to call his plays, fine, but don't come across like you're yeah. Don Coriel, right? Like, yeah, right. You're not Eric Coriel. Eric Coriel, exactly. I mean, it's three yards in a cloud of dust, Nagy. That's what we're talking. It here. is. It's hard to watch, Mike. It just yep. is. Maybe they, maybe they try to get on track this weekend. We're I gonna hope. See, late afternoon kick for Sunday. Oh, um, late afternoon. Yeah. We gotta wait. You know, we got to wait, but sometimes it's good. You get to sort right. of focus in on those noon to three games. Uh, one of those games is inside the division, Vikings and Packers. We remember it happened in week one. Vikings, uh, I mean, got carved up by Aaron Rodgers uh, in Green Bay. They're allowing mm-hmm. more than six yards per play on the season. This Viking defense is just not the same with injury Oof. and some free agent departures. Uh, they're just not that good. You know, the Packers in this spot recently have been really good. In 2015, Mike, the Packers were swept at home in the division. They lost all three. But since then, Rodgers has played 11 games against the division in Lambeau. He's 9-1-1 straight up, and he's 8-3 and yeah. against the spread. And he's covered a spread of six or more in five of those games. This is where he's thrived the last couple of years. Yeah, I'd stay away from this game. Kirk Cousins, you know, uh, you know I, I, I remember, I think it was two weeks ago, you took Minnesota, mm-hmm. and, and Cook didn't play. They announced it on Friday. They're running back. That's a big guy to have out. And, and Kirk Cousins can't carry a team. He's not a quarterback that can carry a ball club like a, a Mahomes if you have an injury. You need all your pieces for Kirk Cousins. And, you know, Thielen hasn't been completely healthy either. I like, I mean, I'd lean Green Bay on this. Yeah, I probably, not one I'll play, but I think not I'm one I'll just, play, pal. The, the numbers seem to, to just say the Packers are the play here. If you want right. to play it, uh, you know, nah. I'd say lay it, but plenty of but games. Plenty of games. I, I agree with you. Yeah, but, boy, Green Bay's done well here, despite the debacle in Tampa. Five and one straight up and against the spread so far here this year for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you know, defensively, still I think they're a team with some issues. But man, Rodgers and that offense really, really clicking right now. And in fact, they're either first or second in the NFL. How important is a great play. quarterback? It's in, I, mean, I mean, can you imagine? It covers up ills. Everything. It covers up oh. if okay. You, when you don't have a quarterback, then you notice the running back. Then you notice the line. I know. Uh, then you know. Then you notice this. Then you notice that. Then you notice the play calling. I totally mean, agree with you. It's like what crazy. you said about Pittsburgh last week. Why? And you know, and Ben didn't even oh. have one of his best games. Ben was a little sloppy in the second half. Come on. But when you've got the quarterback. And it's the guy you can trust each and every year. He runs out of the tunnel every week. You feel like you're in content. You feel like you've got a shot every year when you've got the quarterback. Look, look, he's a guy that if you bet with him, you're happy. And if you bet against him, you're terrified. And and, and I'll give you one. I, I, I had a loser last week. I mean, I did great in college. I think college is my strength right now. Yeah. Different, but don't don't get me wrong. I've been doing okay with the pros six and four the last two weeks. But I'm going to tell you something. Drew Brees, when I bet against him, 
He'll beat me by 30. Mm. When I bet with him, he goes, we'll just eat one out. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll just, I, I have a heart attack when he goes back to pass when I'm betting against him. Classic. And when I'm betting with him, he's handed the ball off to Camara. Unbelievable. Yep. All right, speaking of Big Ben, Steelers-Ravens should be one of the games of the weekend. We can touch on that a little yep. bit. Uh, it does factor into my best plays a little bit later on, but Mike and I have to spend some time on that. we got a lot of games, plus uh, some Big Ten and going into Week 2 for the Big Ten. We'll talk about Ohio State and Penn State a little bit later on. Our guy Jim Miller with ponies. Jim Yeah, that's right. But next, Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. He's going to tell us what's hot on PropSwap. We'll do that when we come back next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, everybody, with the legendary Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFelco. We do it every weekend for you. We're presented, as always, by PropSwap. And it's that time of the show where we talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy, one of the founding members of PropSwap. Yes, he is at Luke Pergandy on Twitter, and he joins us on the Corona Hotline now. What's up, Luke? What's going on, Carmen? What's up, Mike? Uh, Hey, what's up, Luke? We're doing well. We're almost halfway home in the NFL season. Uh, Tom Brady starting to draw some interest as maybe uh, an MVP candidate, right? I mean, it seems like it's Russell Wilson, but then they lose in overtime, and he threw a couple costly interceptions in that Sunday night game. Uh, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers look to be the real deal right now, Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and then you're going to layer in Antonio Brown, who, if oh. he can keep his head on straight, is you know one of the best receivers ever. Um, I, I don't see the Bucks trending down. You know, I can say that. I think they're only going to trend up. So should we be putting our Russell Wilson uh, MVP tickets out on PropSwap right now? I mean, is that the smart thing to do? Yeah, you know, I, I go back to the Tua situation when he was going to win the Heisman or was supposed to win the Heisman. We were selling Tua to win the Heisman tickets a week and a half before the ceremony at minus 900 odds, hmm. and the guy lost. Wow. Like, if you can sell anything for a single-player award at minus money, and certainly now in week eight in the NFL, and you can sell your Russell Wilson tickets at minus money, which, you know, MGM, he's like minus 110 yeah. right now. Like, put those up for sale and, you know, take some profit. You probably got them at 15-to-1 odds, maybe 10-to-1 odds, and now you can sell it, you know, minus 120. It's a, it's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, in the meantime, I'm still holding my Tampa Bay race ticket that I didn't want to give up. So I want to fe- I want to fess up that I was wrong about that. But hey, Luke, let's talk about the White Sox. We got some action already on Prop Swap. Oh, we got a yeah. guy that hey, we had a guy that went on his honeymoon in a covered wagon. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah, I think I think most White Sox fans will be selling their White Sox future for 2021. Oh, God. oh he sounds like a Cub fan. Are you a Cub fan? I have a Cubs fan, but I have plenty of Sox fans who are, yeah. are not excited about this hire. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. It is going to create more interest, wouldn't you say, Carm? Um, yeah, I mean, I wonder what it does to their odds. I mean, the, the manager probably doesn't affect it too much, does it, Luke? You know, I mean, uh, you know, the, on a third, the third winningest manager in the history of the game I, yeah. with World Series does it, I, yeah, they need more, they need players. Yeah, right. right. I think they like they, if they go out in free agency and sign George Springer and Trevor Bauer, then their odds are going to be yeah. even lower, right, guy? I mean, like, that's really sure. what's going to move sure. the number, right, Luke? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I think gamblers are looking at his prior ten years. You know, he's pretty poor in Arizona. Uh, he's kind of been bouncing around from you know player a- analyst to ops. Like he hasn't really stuck mm-hmm. over the last decade. I, I hear you. He's a extremely winning manager, but he's also seventy six, and you got you know everything's going younger and more analytical, and the White Sox are going older with you know a team that's. A lot of Spanish-speaking guys. I don't know. It's it's clearly well, he does a Jerry speak, He does speak Spanish. He yeah. Spanish is his number one. It, it, he, he is bilingual. Spanish fluently. He's bilingual. But yep. but I understand where you're coming from. We'll just we'll see what happens. I just I, I I'm glad it wasn't Hinch. I, I guess Bochi was next in line. Yeah, that's guys. what they said. Bochi yeah. was next in line, which would have been fine yeah. with me. I like the old guys, man. I tell you, um, I'm, I see on the front page of PropSwap, PropSwap.com, by the way, everybody. I mean, gamblers find anything and everything to bet on. There's a ticket for most regular season losses, a Giants ticket, most regular season losses at 7-1 to one yeah, odds right now, right? The odds of 7-1. to one. They, have, they have one win, you know. Um, so, and, and I don't see that getting solved, even though they play in a horrible NFC East. I, I think the, the Washington football team is honestly better than the Giants. I think you're right. Really, yeah. really saying something. Yeah, but the problem is those Jets, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The Jets could be a uh, – they, they do, stink. They stink. They stink. I mean, yeah, every, no, right? I, I, yeah, the Jets are the clear favorite. They are a yeah. horrendous football team. Horrendous. Totally agree They're with brutal. you, but you're getting seven to one odds on the Giants. Wow, unbelievable! You could the Jets could be an zero sixteen team, but yeah, seven to one odds not. Bad. Yeah, no, they're horrendous. Unbelievable! They're horrendous. Uh, is there some? We got what two weeks? I think right, guys. We're two weeks out to the Masters too. I, it's unbelievable. A Masters in November. Yeah. Maybe we see some action get hot there as you get closer, Luke. But are, are there Masters tickets for sale right now? Yeah, no, there's Masters tickets for sale right now. Um, you know, we will be red hot going into Masters week. I'm sure some more tickets will start to get posted this weekend going into next week. But then certainly, you know, two weeks from today is, is Masters Friday. So that will be a, a really fun weekend oh on Prop God. Up. Always is. So great. Luke, have a good weekend, buddy. We'll talk Whoa. to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend. There's Luke right. Pergandy from PropSwap and PropSwap.com. Again, your place to buy and sell. I'll be flipping back and forth. The Masters is supposed to be a serene experience with the nice soft music, the flowers, right. the birds tweeting. And in the meantime, I'm going to be going from this nice quiet deal to, come on, with people yelling in the football game, flipping back and forth. It's just a shame. It's, it really is. It's so It's going to be so strange, I know. Yep. And, I feel like it's going to get lost in the shuffle on Sunday probably more than anything because of the NFL. But uh, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, hopefully you get uh, – maybe Tiger surprises everybody. He makes the weekend, and he's yeah. competitive. I mean, that would help them, you know. Uh, well, I've been betting uh, the golf. I bet uh, the Bermuda. I've been betting this guys weekend? like Luke yeah. List, yep. uh, Melnati. I mean, you know, guys like that. I mean, uh, this is where a lot of the big names aren't playing. So uh, I've been having fun with the golf, but – the Masters sharing time with the National Football mm. League is a different experience in November, of all things, no doubt. Probably the game, uh, NFL game of the weekend, Mike. At least it looks like it could be on paper. Steelers-Ravens. I mean, so much on the line here. Uh, the Steelers, your last unbeaten team in the NFL. The Ravens coming off the bye, which could really be the difference in this game. A little bit rested. Uh, the Steelers have to play back-to-back road games uh, in the conference after sweating out a tough win at Tennessee last week. But this should be fabulous. And Tomlin got to Pittsburgh in 07. Harbaugh got to Baltimore the next year. So since 08, no divisional matchup in the NFL has been as hotly contested, as close as these games between the Steelers and the Ravens. The average 
uh, a margin of victory in these games is just uh, 7.3 points. That's it. So they're always close. They're always competitive. And they've but seven points. points is a lot. Uh, in in a game, I I would think it would be three or four points between these two teams. It's still it's, the lowest out of any divisional matchup. I would though. agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. It's still hotly contested. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, look, they got Big Ben, man. That's enough. I mean, you know, you just said they're on the road again. Well, they went to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Tennessee came back. Yep. But Big Ben, you know what he does? He strikes early. In most of his games, If you, I bet you if you went back in time and you check every one of the wins that they have, I guarantee you they were ahead most of the time. Fast starts, time. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I bet you they were ahead. He just is ready to play. From the gun. Some quarterbacks, it takes some time to settle in. Some quarterbacks, it takes a half. Some quarterbacks never settle in. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys that start. I got this as one of my picks, so I'm just going oh, to wait on Okay, well, I'll wait, too, because yeah. I do have a play on that, so we can talk about that a right. little bit later. But it should be good, and two great defenses. Nobody pressures the quarterbacks more than these two teams. Nobody blitzes more. Nobody sacks the quarterback. I mean, they're just it. It, it should be fabulous. But if Lamar Jackson's supposed to be all that, if they're going to find, we're going to find out this week. This is the game they got to win. I mean, they lose Yo, this it's game. Huge. I'm this is you. a huge game for them. I mean, Pittsburgh. I mean, can they, are they? I like Pittsburgh. I love Big Ben. But they're not a 16-0 and 0 team, folks. No, of course not. They're going to lose somewhere. Yep, nobody and this looks anymore. like one of those games. And then you see Pittsburgh's getting four points. Mm-hmm. An undefeated team. An undefeated and they're team. saying, well, they've been on the road again. But once you beat Tennessee, see, I thought the spread would be two. Mm-hmm. You know, two and a half in favor of, uh, I-, I was surprised. Three and a half, it started at, and then goes to four. Yeah. Uh, the team we were just talking about, too, that played the Steelers last week, the Titans, they go on the road to take on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a terrible spot for Cincinnati, believe it or not. Um, I got a small lean here towards the Bengals this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. I just mo- mostly based on Tennessee's inability to stop teams. Their offense is fun. I got to admit, yeah. I mean, who would have ever thought they'd be this good offensively, Mike? Well, Derrick Henry. They're really good. Is he having an MVP year? We're talking about a running back. Uh, you know, we're talking about Russell Wilson, no. We're talking about Brady. Uh, you know, he's a stud. And Tannehill, folks, I want everybody to take a long look at Mitch Trubisky. Because someday, if you look at Mitch Trubisky's stats and then you look at Tannehill's stats, Tannehill threw for more, more yards. But for touchdowns and ratio and everything else, check out Mitch Trubisky may someday be on another team doing the same thing Tannehill's doing. Interesting. Could be. uh, Yeah. The way he's fired. Because everybody had Tannehill worse than Trubisky. Everybody had him dead to the world, and now he's one of the more coveted quarterbacks in football. Over could be in play in this game. It's uh, 53, but neither one of these teams, like I said, particularly good at stopping anybody. Uh, Bengals are allowing like 450 yards a game. They're Uh, getting six at home, right, the Bengals? Yeah, five and a half, six at home. Yeah, and a big big total, but I think I love Burrow. Yeah, Burrow looks good. He what does. a future! What a future for for the Bengals to I get agree. some players around them. You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, I don't know. I, Giovanni Bernard's been on the team for like oh twenty years. I mean, really. Didn't he play with Pete Johnson? Forever. I mean, I'm just saying. Boomer Who's was that? Is Icky Woods still on the team? Get some players. He was he was Icky's backup. That's how long he's been there. Right. Giovanni Bernard's been there. Giovanni forever. Bernard. Joe Mixon being out hurts them, but yeah, I'm with you. But Burrow's been. Uh, I don't mean. I guess I shouldn't say pleasant. I take him right now, oh man. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, it's it's. He looks. Who do like they got? He's the real deal. I mean, who are their skill? I, mean, I T- guess AJ Green. AJ Green, who's yeah. not the same. He's all the T Higgins. They got a rookie. Uh, the rookie receiver out of Clemson. T Higgins has been good. Tyler Boyd's really. Tyler good. Boyd's good. They, but he's. I think he's legit, Mike. You're right. I mean, he's one. Yeah. They're one five and he's one. Cool. But, 
He's cool. I think. Well, Troy Aikman didn't win a lot of games his first couple of years either. Peyton Manning. Either to Peyton Manning. But right. I'll be honest with you, Burroughs looks better than looks better than Peyton Man- uh, than uh, than Aikman did. Yeah, he looks, looks good. better. Yeah, you got to remember Peyton was three and thirteen that rookie year. Yeah, right. absolutely. absolutely. All right, when we come back, more games to talk about in Week Eight on the NFL slate. We'll look at some of the uh, college games. Got to go through that card a little bit, and uh, in a little while, we'll have Jimmy Miller too. Jimmy, yeah, our man's got ponies for us. Don't go anywhere. Mike and Carmen on uh, Prop Swap <laughs> on Prop Swap on the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. Coming right back. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN One Thousand. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We are presented by PropSwap. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike's at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. When the show's over, the podcast will be up on the Great ESPN Chicago app. Download that app. Catch up on all the shows, all the podcasts, all the original podcasts. It's right there for you. And then you can also catch us Saturday mornings with the Encore Replay. It's great. This time of year, we've got football. We've got the Big Ten back. Boy, Illinois, what a disappointment. I mean, come on, Illinois. You can't even score an offensive touchdown at Wisconsin? Jeez. Oh Wisconsin. My God. my God. That quarterback goes down with COVID. Yep. What a shame. Three weeks. I mean, he looks like a Heisman Trophy candidate. Came out throwing. Uh, just just a tremendous football game. I, I had Wisconsin in that game. Nice. You know, Arkansas. That was a week of upsets last week. I love my Arkansas guys. And, they, you know, they're playing this week. But the Big Ten. I mean, you got Indiana and Penn State what, last what week. What a game that was, Mike. Yeah, that was one of my losers. I had I had a winning week in college, but Penn State did not cover. Uh, Indiana's a pretty good football team. Yeah. They really are. I was, you know, I've been watching Indiana get batted around like a pinata for 44 decades. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of, you know, I had Penn State, but they won, and I said, I was really genuinely happy for Indiana. Penn State you know? had a situation uh, like what happened you oh know, my Sunday God. in the NFL game when Todd Gurley. Oh. Penn State had it. The kid oh. doesn't go in, and it's the game. It's the game. I mean, they blew it. Yeah. You know, I watched that Todd Gurley one, oh the one where he God. runs into the end zone. Man, when you're a big running back like that, and you're used to running it in for a score, and I know they told you beforehand, yeah. and it's it's so easy. He wanted, but the first down was near the end zone, right? It, it was. He had to make sure. If it's not, if he didn't down. need the first down, he falls down, right? Yes, you're right. Oh, you're right. It's that brutal. was a bad one. Brutal, and it gives the line. How about Atlanta should be undefeated? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they should be undefeated. Two, they got two wins. They should be undefeated. You know? Yeah, they, like, they, oh they've had ninety nine percent of win, of winning ninety nine percent going down with the clock ticking down yes. of winning three games, and they've lost they, them all. They lost them all. The rest of the <laughs> league, Mike, has five such losses. They've lost three of them. Oh, it's God. insane. Yeah, it is absolutely. If they played crazy. okay last night. Then Julio Jones can play. They got some receivers. Ridley going down. I mean, they they deserve a better fate, man. If they get a 
their coach is doing a little bit better than the guy. I mean, Quinn, nothing went his way. Unreal. Unreal. So Mike always says, don't just listen for the best plays. Mike and I do this for an hour. We talk about these games. We We, had Notre Dame. That's what I was going to say. We talk through certain things. Yes, then we give you our best plays, but don't just listen to those because last week we told you, yeah, a lot of people think Minnesota could be a live dog or that uh, getting points because Michigan is Michigan. Look, that's where Jim Harbaugh normally that's thrives. Right. We told you, go ahead and play Michigan. Michigan and that was had my no main problem. Play, one of my main that's picks. That's it. They had no problem. Notre Dame, we told you, is going to roll Pitt. Yeah, we picked Pitt's about struggling. four or five leans right last week in, in Notre Dame. and Michigan was one of my plays, but you liked Michigan, too, as a lean. Yes, and absolutely. It was, it, was, it was gold. It was gold. Uh, Minnesota, P.J. Fleck, I mean, you know, the jumping around and being happy, that only goes so far, and Michigan came ready. Notre Dame's going to have to cover another big number 20. this weekend, though, Mike. It's 20. I mean, last week it was down about 9-10. They had no problem with Pitt. This time it's 20 as they go on the road. They were supposed to play this uh, in Atlanta, obviously, or, you know, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They're not going to do that because of COVID. This will be on campus where Notre Dame all-time is 12-2-1 straight up against Georgia Tech. Yeah. You know, the Yellow Jackets know how to lose in style. Georgia Tech has losses this year of 28, 17, 66 to Clemson and 21 points. So when they've lost, they've had their brains beaten in. And Notre Dame's got the longest winning streak in the country right now going back to last year. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember. I can't, you know, really uh, relate to somebody saying, hey, you want to go to Georgia Tech and be a big-time player and, you know, play for, uh, you know, a team that is, to me, it's the Rudy game, too. Don't forget the it. Rudy game was Georgia Rudy Tech. got the sack against Georgia Tech, ladies and gentlemen. That's correct. So they've been nothing but doomed against Notre Dame. I would lean Notre Dame in yes. this one, but I, I have no interest. No, nope, I, nope. I, I think Georgia Tech is one of the most boring programs, has been for a long, long time. I think the last great. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin Johnson, Georgia Tech. He's you probably, know what? When he was with them, nobody cared. Yeah, I mean, nobody still cares. Nobody cared. I, I mean, Cal- it, hey, Calvin, Jack- Calvin Johnson's with Georgia Tech. Who? You know, know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, he's probably the last, off the top of my head, he's probably like the last really great. Give me the biggest players in Georgia Tech history, for God's sake. I can give you basketball. I can't give you any. Basketball, no problem. Football's tough. I mean, Bobby Crumman's okay. Uh, he was a good coach, Bobby but that Kremen was basketball. Was yeah, basketball is good. Yep. But, yeah, Bob, I, Calvin Johnson, you might be right. Uh, that Michigan team we were talking about, they've yep. got Michigan State this weekend. When Michigan State lost as about a 9-10 point favorite uh, to Rutgers, lost outright. So the Mel Tucker era Look. off to a uh, you know a little tough, tough start for Sparty there. I remember Mel Tucker. Oh, God. Remember him, the Bears? I just can't believe he's a head coach, but I remember him. My God. I mean, really, hey, son, how would you like to go play for Mel Tucker? Who? Come on. If I have a college and I'm a president and I want to build uh, an athletic program to be proud of, I'm going to have named coaches, man. I'm going to have big-time football and basketball. And it ain't going to be guys like Mel Tucker. Nothing against them. Who's been kind of a journeyman coach as it yeah, is. Absolutely. You know, kind of, it's not like he's a young up-and-comer. Uh, you wouldn't no. say that, obviously, because he's been around a long time. Um, I don't have a play on Northwestern Iowa. Uh, no interest, really. But Mike and I do love Coach Fitz, and I'll just throw out a stat in case people are interested. I want to be invited to lay on the beach when they're practicing. Me too, and just watch yeah. him <laughs> when the weather's nice. <laughs> coach Fitz has done well in the rivalry against Iowa. Coach Fitz and the Cats are 8-6. Uh, a good coach. Eight and six straight up, Mike. So he's done well against Kirk Ferentz. Again, not a game I'll play, but they look no. good. I was happy for them. Maybe Peyton Ramsey can fix their offense for this year, the grad transfer from Indiana. Uh, I mean, they look good offensively you know against Maryland. Forget about Tony LaRusso being old. I'm so damn old. I remember when Kirk Ferentz was an NFL pro- uh, prospect oh as a God. head coach. I mean, geez. Yeah, and Stoops. 
all these guys. Ference got smart. You know what he did? He got a contract that pays him like three and a half to four million a year, and said, "You know what? That goes a long way in Iowa." Sure does. Comfortable yep. spot. He's done oh, well. He on. puts a lot of guys in the he's NFL. He's idolized. Yeah, he's idolized. No yep. doubt about it. And but- I, I believe that once he passes. 30 years down the line, they will just bronze him because he never moves that much anyway. He really doesn't, does No, he? he just stands there and just goes, I can't believe the money I'm making. They, and they still put a lot of guys in the NFL. You know, there's always yep. good prospects from and Iowa. great uniforms. Great uniforms. Great, great atmosphere. Absolutely right. Uh, but so- when you think of Iowa... You just think of they won the ball 80 times and passed three times, don't you, it's, in a way? It's very Big Ten, you know, like yeah, old school very Big, Big Ten, right? Yep. Like 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 uh, Merkins Badgers. Although the the Mertz kid looked good, oh, but now Merck's like you said, a, he's out three weeks. Hey, well, Merck <laughs> Merck was ready to cock a doodle duel oh until he God. found out about his quarterback. He couldn't believe it. He was so bummed out. Speaking and nobody of, can. Speaking of COVID and quarterbacks, I mean the biggest story is Trevor Lawrence has COVID, and you know the line did adjust. I mean that's how much Trevor Lawrence matters. I mean I, I think a lot of books took it off when the news came out yesterday. Put the line back up about seven points less. Yeah, I mean they should less. still run roughshod over Boston College, right, Mike? Yeah, I'm not taking this game at all. Though yeah. I looked at it, there's no way I could even bet this game because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You don't know the backup. You never, you never, you never. See you don't know. Team. No, it's, you're right. Yeah, you, you, you just can't do it. And Boston College, uh, I've bet against them this year and been okay. I never won, so I'd stay away from this game. But Trevor Lawrence being out is huge too. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen without your guy. I know, big news, and, and how long it takes. And yeah, big news. Um, so it, you know, it's that's the world we're living in now with all this. Games get canceled, postponed. Unfortunately for the Big Ten, they just don't have enough time on the schedule. You know, Wisconsin's not going to be able to make up that game this weekend. That game is just canceled. They will play on Clemson, Boston College, as far as we know, uh, going forward. But they'll have to do it without. Boy, the Big Ten really screwed things up, didn't they? Uh, They could have started a little bit. I think they could have. They have no flexibility now. No, they don't. That's the one problem. That's the thing, and that's what they had with the pro sports. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. St. Louis had to play 11 doubleheaders. Uh, but they did it. Yeah, but they did it because you're right. They had enough time, yep. and they had some flexibility in the schedule. All right, when we come back, Jimmy Miller's got Paul. Jimmy! Yeah, Mike and I will touch on a few more NFL games, and then we'll give you our best bets. So uh, don't go anywhere. We're about to enter the home stretch. We're having a great time on this Friday night. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North, and it's the time uh, to talk to our guy, the Galloping Gent. He is the one and only, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where the fall meet is underway. We are joined by Jim Miller. Jimmy! There's our guy at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. What's up, Jimmy? Well, guys, I'll tell you, it wasn't a bad week last week. We had two seconds and a third, so everything got us a little bit of money back. But, man, it's a week away from the Breeders' Cup, so we have, like, the World Series of horse racing coming right after the World Series of baseball just ended. And then we got our points bet sportsbook here at Hawthorne, so you get the itch a little bit to kind of look at the NFL action. But horse racing is always my first love. But, guys, you got to dabble in sports every once in a while, too. Oh, yes. What do you like this weekend in the NFL? You got something? (laughs) Here's the one game that I love that just seems so awkward to me. It's the Bills against the Pats. The Bills, last I saw, were anywhere from minus three and a half to minus four. 
I think the Bills are going to destroy them. I mean, the Pats were so bad last week. Buffalo's at home. You're a team that just should be able to take care of business. Is this just the Belichick reason that the line isn't deeper? I mean, it just surprises me. I think it's because Belichick is 35-6 and all-time against the Bills, but uh, I can't say I disagree. Look, neither team has been good against the number recently, and the Bills have failed to cover in three in a row. But If the Bills can't win this game, yeah. They're not for real. I, I'm with right. you. I'm with you. Yeah. The, the guys, it's just uh, Pats are two and four uh, against the spread this year. Uh, uncharted and Cam territory. Newton all of a sudden, but... found out that winning's important. He said that the other day. This is unacceptable. <laughs> when was it acceptable? Look, he's he's obviously not the same. He's averaging no. just three point right. eight yards on design runs. That's like the worst number of his career. Julian Edelman had knee surgery this week. Nikhil Harry is still in concussion. I just don't know how they can do it. I mean, I don't care how much of a master he is. I can't see it going on the road this weekend, guys. I, I really yeah, I, can't. I can't either. And, and look at it. Last week, I mean, they played a team that, that was injury-depleted as well, and they just had a hand to do them. So yeah. I, I'll be really surprised if they can cover the number. Yeah, I think Bills are probably. You know what? Play. The fact that you're interested in football, at least you have as, uh, as good a chance, if not better, a 50% chance than with the horses that you do graded, where you got to pick against eight, nine horses, for God's <laughs> sake. Yeah, how do you well, do it? Uh, You've been uh, in the money a lot lately, Jimmy. Well, and that's the thing, and that's what it is, is finding value in the Breeders' Cup next weekend. You're going to have stakes-winning horses going off the 10, 15, 20 to 1, so I'm going to have nothing but prices Ooh. for you guys next weekend. But I'll tell you guys, there's three horses you got to look at this weekend because we can make money to build the bankroll going into the Breeders' Cup. So here's what I have for you, boys. All right, let's Belmont Park, Saturday, race number 8, the 11 horse. It can be done. Bet this horse across the board, 8 to 1 in the morning line. Speed, one at a mile in the last out, stretches out, a 12-horse field mic right there, so you'll get value in that race. Then go to Delmar, race number seven, the six-horse, Cordiality. Bet this horse to win in place, seven to two. Again, has speed, best career race at this distance, at this racetrack, and should be very tough. And then Hawthorne, we're still on the turf course, guys, so it's a beautiful thing going into November. Race six Saturday, the 10-horse. The horse is named Ann One. Bet this horse across the board as well, four to one. Tough trip in their last out and should come flying late. Belmont, uh, all races tomorrow for everybody, for Saturday. Belmont, the eighth race, the 11 horse, a bet, a bet it across the board. Delmar, where the surf meets the turf. The seventh race, the six horse, bet it to win in place. And then Hawthorne, the sixth race, the number 10 horse across the board, right? That's right. Let's make some money, Sounds build good. that bankroll for Sunday. Let's do it, Jimmy, and then we'll talk Breeders' Cup next week. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Take care. There's, Jimmy! There's Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. I mean, he's My buddy re- asked me if uh, Randy, the producer, uh, pushes a button. That t- I go, no. That's mine. I scream Jimmy every time. They go, he goes, it sounds the same. I go, does Sinatra sing my way off key? Yeah, really. You sing it the same every time, you've Jimmy. Ma- you've mastered That's it. that. That's it. I, oh, listen. I'm the master of doing the simple things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever forget about that. No. Uh, Believe I t- me, the gas pedal and the brake, baby. Uh, that's right. Yep. Jimmy has been um, unbelievable. I mean, he's again, been great. He did- you know, he, we had a couple of tickets that cashed again last week. He's really, really been yeah, good. So he's doing. He's play doing Jimmy's well. horses. Yeah, get that Club Hawthorne app. Absolutely, download the Club Hawthorne app. You can watch and wager from anywhere. We talked a little bit about that Bills Pats game uh, with Jimmy just there. A couple other NFL games before we give you our best picks. Uh, could be a tough spot here for the Rams. You know, they've done well traveling east with McVay, just like the Seahawks have done very well in recent years with uh, Pete Carroll. I don't know what it is if teams are just getting. Uh, obviously they travel in the lap of luxury. I'm sure that helps Mike if they're just getting a little bit better about 
uh, sleep science and rest and all that stuff. But breakfast football What's that does sleep science. It's it's a thing. Where they is do, it like over five hours sleep? It's something I don't do much. What yeah, is it is. Yeah, you seem sleep like you science. don't need that much. Yeah, no, I just but, keep, but, I, I walk. I wake up and then I just walk around. The breakfast football advantage for the East Coast team seems to be disappearing mm-hmm. here recently, and right. the Rams have done well. But I will say. I kind of like this spot, believe it or not, for the Dolphins. Yeah. You know, the Rams on the short week, they played Monday night against the Bears. Now you got to cross the country. You're playing a non-conference game. Dolphins coming out of bye. Uh, they're going to see Tua for the first time. The thing that scares me is Aaron Donald could wreck the game. Remember that the Dolphins are starting two a rookie offensive lineman, and now you got Horrible. a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, boy, is Aaron Donald good, man. I tell you. But well, I kind of like but the you Dolphins. I, yeah, I like the Dolphins sort of, too. Don't forget, folks. Uh, the 85 Bears lost down there. That's true. I mean, so if they can lose down there, the Rams can lose down there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I sort of like the Rams to win by a field goal maybe. There you go. But it's a four-point deal. Yes, it is. Three you know, half, last four. week there was a game, I forget which one, where you could have bet the favorite on the money line, which wasn't much, and still covered the spread. I think it might be Carolina. Um, um, who won last week? I, yeah. Never mind. No, no, not Carolina. It was somebody else. But anyway, sometimes you can bet one team with the money line and another team getting getting the points, yeah. and you and you turn out okay. So this might be one of those games. But you know what? Uh, I would take the four and yep. lean that way. I was almost going to make. So I had Arizona as one of my best plays last week. That cash yeah, that went outright. I, I was so close to making uh, the Niners a best play this week as they catch three going to Seattle. I, I just don't like Seattle laying points, even though it's just a field goal. They've given up more yards through six games than any team in NFL history. Despite all the Niners pr- are playing okay. They're playing, and they, we, through all the injuries and everything else, they've got the second best yardage differential in the NFL, and the Seattle Seahawks with that great offense have the fifth worse. So I always love teams in that uh, spot like the Niners getting points. I'd I'm, stay off that game. I'm not going to make it a best bet. I don't bet. trust it. There's too, there's too much on the line, I think, right now for Seattle after losing last week. But it graded out for me leaning 49ers. Me too. too. Absolutely, Mike. I'm with you. Yeah. For, so the lean folks, there is 49 Listen to the leans that we give you. Yep. The, 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 hey, look, the best bets are a fun thing to keep track of. We have fun. Keeps us competitive uh, with all the other people. But, man, when you give out four or five leans and you win three or four out of the five, then you know what? Just listen to these leans like That's Notre right. Dame last week we were just talking about or this lean right here. All right, let's get our best plays out there, Mikey. You want to get us going? Yeah, I'll get us going. Why not? First of all, um, today I gave out, I think it's going to be 10 by the time it's all said and done. I gave out Dallas plus 10. Uh, I just love the Cowboys in this spot. I know Philadelphia's good, but they're giving 10 points out. I don't know that you they're know. 10 points good. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, I, you know, that's the one One of them I gave out. And the other one is is I like Denver, okay, plus the three against the San Diego mm-hmm. Chargers. They're coming to Denver. Uh, it's a nondescript ball game. It's one of those games that's a yawner. Uh, the, the Denver Broncos are getting three, so I like Denver. All right. I'm going to go uh, to Steelers-Ravens. Uh, I'm going to back John Harbaugh here, 9-2 and two straight up and against the spread in his coaching career coming out of the bye. I think the biggest factor between these two excellent teams could be the rest factor here. Ravens coming off the bye, and Harbaugh's been great in this situation. Um, these are two great defenses, probably going to be an exciting game, maybe a little bit of a low-scoring game in an era where we nothing we see is uh, where everything we see is offense and totals over 50. This could be one that's a, an under, but I like the Ravens minus the four. I think it's a very important game for them. They can't afford to lose the Steelers if they still have their sights set on the, uh, that first-round buy and that top seed in the AFC. So I'm going to go with the Ravens, Mike.
Well, let me tell you something. That's one that I liked also, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I like the Ravens also. Now, that's not bad because me and Car- Carmen won our best uh, uh, United fronted game the last time. That's right. Uh, I gra- it graded out high. Uh, the Ravens, you know, the Steelers are a great team. Don't get me wrong. Big Ben scares the hell out of me. They could still only lose by a field goal. But uh, to me, I'm going to take uh, the Baltimore Ravens. And I have a college game. So I Okay, Dallas- good. I've got one too. Dallas plus 10, Baltimore minus 4, Denver plus 3. Um, I'm going to take Texas. Okay. Okay, against Oklahoma State. Now, Texas is a 3-2 and two ball club. They're playing at Oklahoma State, who is 4-0. I'm sorry. It just seems like uh, there's something fishy about this. Uh, then I did my homework on it. Uh, Oklahoma State, in, in 10 categories, graded out as an 8 uh, out of the 10. Uh, against Texas, the spread should be a little bit higher, in my opinion, even though Texas has a win. Uh, they've also had a couple ugly losses. I'm taking Texas plus the three. I love it. I always love Tom Herman getting points, absolutely. And yeah, I've got but one... he hasn't been as good as I thought, is he? No, probably not, but I tell you. But he he's se- coming around, hopefully. He seems to get these guys ready for games when they're an underdog, even if they're a small underdog. And then I'm going to take a dog in college, too. I'm going to roll with Penn State. I think there's, uh, you know, speaking of a team that's got a lot on the line, their chances probably went kaput in this crazy short season after blowing the game at Indiana last week. But Penn State, even without the fans in the stands, it would be so great if they could have them there because I'd really love this play, but it probably wouldn't be 12. I'm going to take Penn State getting the 12 against Ohio State, and I'm going to bank on one simple fact. Under James Franklin, these games have been close. Yes, the Buckeyes have won three straight in the series, but if you look at the last four meetings, Mike, in this series, they have been decided by a total of 16 points. You don't have to be a math genius to figure out it's four points per game. They're always close. They're always competitive. I think Penn State will keep it close again. I can definitely see them keeping it to single digits. Maybe they lose by nine, maybe even ten, but you'll still cash a ticket. I'll take Penn State plus Yeah, there's always the geniuses out there that say this is the one time that it will be uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes by 20. And, and and they'll cover the spread. <clears throat> I'm with you, Carm. Just another one that graded high. I have Penn State plus 12, Denver plus 3, Texas plus 3, Baltimore minus 4, and the Dallas Cowboys plus the 9.5 or 10 when they kick off. Lots of action. Everybody have a great weekend. And uh, thank you to Randy Merkin and Sean Randy! Davis. Thanks to Jimmy Miller and Luke Pergandy. Good stuff as always, Mike. Enjoy the NFL. College, go Bears. And uh, we got a lot to do next week. More great college and NFL action plus the Breeders' Cup. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, you know what? We're going to have a lot of fun, folks. We'll see you next week. So long, everybody. Have a great night, everyone. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.